This podcast is sponsored by Bishop F.L. Williams Senior Ministries. Welcome to How We Got Here, where Bishop F.L. Williams Senior dives deep into the challenges and vicissitudes of life and reminds listeners of their God-given rights to live the abundant life. Join the conversation with your host, Bishop Williams, as he coaches listeners to reign, rule, and dominate. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to How We Got Here. F.L. Williams coming to you live from recording. Studios here at Tabernacle Praise Church at 850 Woodrow Avenue in historic Selma, Alabama. It is an honor to have you with us again on this Monday night. Appreciate you taking your time to be a part of tonight's broadcast. I got some, I, I'm, I'm going to challenge you tonight. I hope it's a blessing to you. I'm going to deal with the power of expectation. Uh, uh, power of expectation. We are where we are. Could it be that our expectations have been too low or, or haven't been big enough? But you are, uh, you are, you are a prisoner, I believe, of your of your expectation. You are a prisoner of your expectation. What are you expecting out of your, out of life, out of your children, out of your home, out of, out of your commitment? What are you expecting tonight? What what's your expectation? What's driving you? I think we are expectation driven. I believe we're expectation driven. We we're if we don't. Um, Expect it, then we shouldn't have a. Um, uh, we shouldn't be. Just a moment. We shouldn't be uh, surprised at what we don't have. If our expectation is not there, if we, we, we but I, I believe we're expectation driven. I think Rick Warren did a book called Purpose Driven, which which is the same thing. I think is expectation driven. We 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 are we are, we are again prisoners of our expectation. We don't expect much. Then we shouldn't be surprised when we get little. Um, I believe the greater the expectation, the greater the effort. I'm saying again, the greater the expectation, the greater the effort. If there's no expectation, the efforts will be diminished, or or your efforts are diminished by the lack of expectation. How do we get to the, our parents, our forefathers, and foreparents was driven by expectation of a better life for us? Our parents did not achieve what we have achieved because they didn't have access to what we have, but the expectation was greater than where they were. Expectation drives you. And I'm telling you again, efforts are driven by expectation. If there is no expectation, then the effort is going to be little or non-existent. Could that be what? Could it? Could it be this? How we got to where we are now? We stop expecting greater. We always. We don't expect things to get better. We don't expect things to change. We don't expect things to be any different than they are now. Could that be what the problem is? How we got to this point? How we got to where there's so much apathy, uh, a, a, a non-commitment, non-committal on, on, on certain things. Apathy is running rampant. Could it be that's the problem in our communities? Expectation. I won't talk about the power of that tonight, but but let's go let's go immediately now to to Acts chapter seventeen, verse twenty six is where we start. Hit that share button, share this tonight. Let it give somebody this timeline that they can see and hear this, because we are where we are based on our expectation. You and I are expectation driven. If you don't expect much, you won't give much effort. If you don't expect much, you won't give it much support. If you don't expect much, you won't give it much thought. Cause there's no expectation. Well, I didn't expect to do nothing anyway. You see how we are, and that's how we got here. And, and, and if, if if we don't. 
push and drive our children, push and drive our young people, push and drive the new generation, next generation, then they they have nothing to, to shoot at or no expectation, a low expectation, uh, just as bad as no expectation because neither one will make you do anything. Low expectation or no expectation are in the same category because they both will keep you from giving your best effort. You, you don't give your effort when there's no expectation. It's just, just, just common. That's just uh, understandable. If I don't expect anything to come out of it, then I'm not going to do much with, I'm not going to give it much effort. But we begin with Acts 17, 26. As you know, each Monday night we begin there. And the writer says, It hath made of one blood all nations of men for the dwelling face of the earth, or all the face of the earth, and hath determined before the time appointed in the bounds of the habitation. God knew when, where, how you would get here and when you would be, what decade, what century, what what millennium, what 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 year, what month, what date, what second you would be on this earth. And he didn't know where you would be uh, stationed in life. Expectation. What am I looking for? What is driving us? So you could put expectation as your vehicle. Expectation is your vehicle. You can have a, a, a old beat up vehicle or a new model, but that's your vehicle that drives you every day. No one goes to work with the expectation of not getting paid. And the efforts are, are uh, it, it drives promotion. You, you try to do good at work because of that promotion available. You do good work that your work will be promoted. Expectation drives effort. Expectation drives effort. When there is low or no expectation, then ever there will be apathy, there will be non-commitment, there will be a lack of support. Everywhere, physically and, and materially. And that could be what we, where we how we got to this point. How we got here tonight is what happened to our expectation. And we just born with no just okay, I'm just here soaking up space. No, no. You and I have been created for greatness. I'm going to say it again. Greatness is in you, on you, around you, for you, and to you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. God made you so great that it scares the devil to hear your name. I'm going to say it again. God made you so great it scares the devil to hear your name. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm telling you now, you're made in the, in the image and likeness of God. You're the apple of God's eye. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. I mean, you, 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 you're not some afterthought. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are you, you are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. You are his workmanship. You think God created nothing? You God doesn't create uh nickel and dime posters or papers of people. He makes masterpieces. God's a master artist, master creator. So if he made you, you you are you you are a masterpiece. Yes, you, me, we all a masterpiece. We're masterpieces. We are. God made you awesome. I told you, the devil fear you so much, he hate to hear your name called. That's because God made you, created you for greatness. Now, your expectation of who, let me read you something uh, right quick, just in case uh, you don't know who you are. I'm going to help you out in a little bit tonight. All right? Now, Psalms, the Psalms said this in Psalms 8. I'm going to show you something. Psalms 8. And look at and look and look at verse number three, Psalms eight verse three, uh, through verse number six. Listen to what he says. This is this is this is a chief musician upon. Uh, uh, this is a psalm by David. He said this in verse three: When I consider that thy heavens, when I consider thy heavens, the works of thy fingers, 
the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained. What is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him? Who is this man that you, that, 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 that you are mindful of, that you take so much thought of? And the son of man that thou visitest him. Look at verse 5. For thou hast made him a little bit lower than the angels. Wow. And thou hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou put all things under his feet. That's who you are. Little lower than himself. What he's saying. Little lower than himself. <laughs> That's who you are tonight. Right now. At this moment. At this moment, you're a little lower than, he made you a little lower than the angel. Crowned you with glory and honor. Now, what are your expectations of that creation? What are you expecting from him? What are you expecting from life? <clears throat> Excuse me. Because that's what drives you. We are driven by expectation. It is your vehicle. It is your vehicle. So some, some, some people uh, don't expect much, so therefore they don't give effort. They don't give consideration. They don't give support. That is the case. And we can't, we can't complain for those who have great expectation. Because I'm telling you, you, if you get up in the morning expecting to feel bad, well, how else can you feel? You get up in the morning expecting things to go wrong, how else can they go? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You get up in the morning expecting things to be good, something good just may happen. Get up in the morning thinking something may go right, something just may go right. Get up in the morning thinking about something going to turn in your favor, it just may turn in your favor. What are your expectations in today, tonight, tomorrow? No, we may not get up in the morning, but you can get up with it. You can go to bed with expectation. And if you don't get up, you will be in the hands of God. If you get up, you will be in the hands of God. So why not believe you're going to get up in the morning with greatness all over you? Make sense? Could it be that we're where we are tonight because we're living low, lower than what our expectations should be? What are we teaching? What are we hoping for? Life is more than just getting up, going to work. Life is more than getting up, going to work, go to work, go to work, go to work. But to enjoy and to tell us about the goodness of God and to, 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 to behold the beauty of the Lord and all the things he created. You and I are fearfully and wonderfully made. We're created in the image and language of God. And greatness is on you. I'm going to say it again. Greatness is on you. Greatness is in you. Greatness is for you. Tonight, not tomorrow. Tonight. 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 Tonight is for you. What are your expectations? What do you expect God to do? When it don't look like you have no hope. I, I, I want to show you one more. And then we'll give you some things that I'm, I'm trying to drive home. I want to show you, uh, this, is, this, is, this should help anyone who haven't seen God do it yet, but you believe he's going to do it. I want to encourage you. This is somebody who need God to do it. God has not done it yet, but you believe God can do it. This is somebody who need God to do it, but God hasn't showed up yet. He's on his way to your house. Romans, Romans chapter number uh, four. And I would look at verse number uh, uh, verse 18. Begin at verse 18. Now this is what happened. And this is this is Abraham. At that time he was Abram. He was childless by his wife. She was barren. He was an old man. Yet God told him, I'm gonna give many nations gonna come from you. No child from his wife. She's barren. She's old, he's old. 
really was no reason to hope, but his expectation was in God, not in himself. His, his expectation was in not in his ability, but in God's ability, in God's promises. Look at what he said in, in Romans chapter number four. Well, uh, well let's, 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 let's read verse 17 and 18 and 19. Watch this. He said this, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. He ain't got nobody yet. This is what God was telling Abraham. Before him whom he believed in God, even God who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. God called those things that be not as though they were. They, excuse my language. They ain't there yet, but they own the way. Expectation. I expect God to move for me tomorrow. I expect God to move me tonight. If he doesn't or doesn't do it, it's not going to dampen my expectation. I'm looking for God. I'm looking for something. I know God can do it. If he doesn't do it, he's able to do it. That's why you got to live in that. Uh, 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 we, we can't um, born into poverty, but we won't have to live there and stay there. Uh, we can move out. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Born into poverty, but we got to live there. We can move out. Our expectations are better than what my current situation is. My expectation far exceeds my current situation. My current circumstances does not dampen my expectations of what I can have. Listen to this. Verse 18, Romans 4 and 18. This is, this is Abraham now. Now God quickened, those, quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. Now watch what verse 18 says. Who against hope? This is Abraham. Who against hope? There was no reason to hope. The man is too old. The wife too old. But he believed in hope against hope. How can that be? Other words, he said, I'm not trusting my ability to have a child. I'm not trusting Sarah's ability to have a child. I'm trusting the promises of God. I'm trusting the promises of God. Watch this. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. Watch this. According to that which was spoken, so shall I see be. Being not weak in faith. Watch this now. He considered not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred years old. And neither yet the dead of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promises of God. Woo! Uh, uh, through unbelief. But was strong in faith. Giving glory to God. 21. And being fully persuaded. That what he had promised. He was also able. He was able also to perform it. Wow. He didn't have no reason to hope, but he didn't have. How do you do that? How do I have hope against hope? He wasn't trusting in his own abilities. He was trusting in the promise of God. See, my, my expectation is not I can get myself up in the morning. My expectation is the God who let me go to sleep at night. For the same one who let me go to sleep can wake me on time in the morning. I know we set the alarm clock. I know we get up when we think we, we put this alarm clock in our mind. Understand this. God still got to wake you. I don't care how the alarm clock rings. If God don't want you to get up, you won't get up in the morning. But So our expectation now, our expectation is not in us or in our own ability. Our expectation is in the God who sustains us. Now to him that is able to, to keep me from falling, present me forth with praise and glory, seed and joy. To only wise God, I'll say, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever and ever and ever and ever. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. That is who our expectation is in. The power of expectation. Romans says, 4 said, Abraham against hope, believed in hope. Knowing who he that promised was faithful. 
Does he get to anybody? We can't, we can't, we can't let our expectation get, get, get dampened because of what's not happening. Oh my. We can't let our expectation get dampened because of who didn't get it. Oh my. If God said it, he's able to do it. He's able to perform it. He's able to bring it to pass. Yeah. He's able to do it. What is your expectation tonight? What do you believe in God for? Could it be that we're where we are? Could it be that this this how we got to this point? Our our our, our expectation uh, is too low or non-existent, and we just let the wind blow the way we want to blow. No, I expect to come out. I expect to be blessed. I expect to be healed. I expect to be delivered. What is, what what are our expectations for our families, for our children, for our community? We just had to let it float along. God forbid. Now under Him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power of working work unto us. He's able to do, come on now, greater he that is in us than he that is in the world, nothing too hard for God, and I won't believe and expect him to do it. The Hebrew boys, before they got thrown to the furnace, got turned, turned over uh, uh, by, by, by their enemies and telling the king, these young men didn't bow when they heard the music to your statue, this huge statue you had built. They were supposed to bow. Anytime we hear it, they didn't do it. They walked in disobedient. The king said, did y'all hear that, what they just said? Now, if I play the music again, will y'all please bow? Is the king, we ain't got to even prepare ourselves to answer you. For the God we serve is able to deliver us, and he will deliver us out of your hand. But if he does, if he choose not to deliver us, we're still not going to bow. So, the, see, the expectation was not in in themselves. It was not in their in their uh, abilities or, or, or strength or whatever it is not to bow. But the expectation was in God, whether they got thrown into the furnace or not. That's how we how we live. Whether God doesn't do it, whoo, you know he's able to do it. If God doesn't bring you out, you know he's able. Your expectation is he's coming out. I'm coming out of this. Come on. I'm coming out of this. You got to tell yourself, I'm coming out of this. If nobody come out but you, you got to tell yourself, I'm coming out of this. If nobody get the blessing but you, you got to tell yourself, I'm getting my blessing. If nobody get the next move of God but you, you got to tell yourself, the next move is mine. That's my expectation. That's what I'm looking for. Now, it's, it, it's, this is not rocket science. What do you want God to do? <laughs> you, you remember uh, 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 the man that was, was blind? By the roadside, by the man sitting by the roadside begging, and and and, and, and he heard that Jesus was coming by, and, and and he began to yell out. They said, "Hey, don't do that. We don't we don't holler like that." And he said, "Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me." Because what do you want? I want to see. Woo! I want to see. Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus. I think it's in Luke. Zacchaeus was too short. He was a publican, tax collector, so to speak, and and he was a small in statue. But Jesus was coming in this direction, and Zacchaeus climbed up into a tree because he knew Jesus had to come that way. And 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 right at the moment where Zacchaeus was climbing the tree, Jesus looked up and saw Zacchaeus. He said, "Make haste to come down." For today I must abide at your house. Now watch this. Zacchaeus had an expectation that he was coming in that direction. And because of his great expectation, he climbed up in the sycamore tree, got up in the tree. And when Jesus looked at him, he said, come down. Yeah, you. I'm going to your house tonight. We're going to break bread together. Because of expectation, Zacchaeus got saved. Whole house got delivered because of his expectation. Wow. What do you expect God to do? What, what the power of expectation? What are you What are you looking for tonight? What do you want What do you want God to do tonight? What do you want God 
uh, to do today or the rest of the day, rest of the evening? What do you want God to do tomorrow? Expectation drives you. Are you going to walk? Or are you going to ride? Are you going to drive in the greatest vehicle you can called expectation? Because it, it is the vehicle that moves you to the next point in life. Little expectation or no expectation, no movement. None. It's non-existent. The greater the expectation, the greater the movement. The greater the expectation, the greater the harvest. The greater the expectation, the greater the support. The greater the expectation, the greater the greater that commitment. Because you will not commit to what you don't have expectation in. You will not support what there's no expectation. You will not give to what there's no expectation. The power of expecting God to show up. Huh? Hebrew boy said, if he does not do it, our God is able. Ah, Paul said in Ephesians 3 and 20, now the hymn is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power of the work that that's the God that we serve it. What is your expectation? And it's not in man. Cursed be man that trusts in man. No, our trust is in God. Our trust is in the creator God. He said, he asked the question, is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too Is there anything is there anything too hard for God? And the answer is nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing, right? Got to give you this one. Ecclesiastic 9. Ecclesiastic 9. And one of my favorite verses to quote. Ecclesiastic 9 and verse number 11. We're going to talk about that for more because it goes right to expectation. Now, hear this tonight from my heart. Could it be that we have not pushed our children to great expectation? We put it all in sports, all in extracurricular activity, not in education or in a, in a trade or a skill set. We care more about them hitting the home run, shooting the basket, running the football, hitting the table, uh, hitting, hitting the tennis ball, hitting the golf ball, running the tracks, doing the volleyball, doing the wherever it may be, soccer, but not putting great expectation on education. And we suffer the consequences. The greater the expectation, the greater the support. The greater the expectation, the greater the, the efforts would be. The greater the expectation, the greater the commitment would be. Because we will not support, we will not commit, we will not give to that which we do not have expectation of him even happening. Make sense? Listen now, let's read this text in its entirety and Ecclesiastes chapter number nine, verse number 11 reads, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift. He is saying the race is not to those are the fastest. You could say that no matter how fast I start is do I have enough to endure to win at the finish line? Only winners get the, get the first place trophy. So it's not how fast I jump out of the blocks. How could I do, how do I do it in? Myself, as a, as a tenth, in the 10th grade, i never forget this. In the 10th grade, coach, the, the PE coach that they had us all uh, running, uh, we was on the f football field, the 100-yard dash, so to speak. And he had all those lines, I'm, I'm in the 10th grade, running against 11th grade and 12th grade. The first 40 yards, 50 yards, I could, I, I could run with anybody. First 40, first 50, I'm first or second. 
uh, 60, 70, I'm, I'm 60, 60 yards, 70 yards. I'm, I'm now my second and third. And I came in third or fourth every time because I didn't finish my, my race. I, I got out of gas before I got to the finish line. <laughs> so I never got first place. I would always come in. I'm in 10th grade. Never forget this. I'll come in third or fourth every time. I could run with it. Nobody beat me out of the first 40, first 50. Nobody. It, it was my sustainability. All right. So the race is not to the swift. I was swift out the block. Man, I, I literally would jump out of the blocks ahead of guys, two or three yards ahead of guys. But there's sustainability. So uh, expectation is it's not the fastest runner that gets the crown, but the run, the runner who com, who finishes in first place gets the crown. What are your expectations? So the race not to the swift. Watch this now. Nor the battle to the strong. Nor the battle to the strong. Neither yet bread to the wise. Nor yet rich to men. Look at this now. Nor yet rich to the men of understanding. Nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happeneth to them all. Who gets it? So in other words, time's going to come. Chance is going to come. Time is going to come. Chance is going to come. Say it again. Time is going to come. <laughs> Chance is going to come. But will you be ready when they knock at the door? Do you expect to be prepared to come? It, 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 it's, it's, it's never, it's never uh, about the opportunity coming. It's never about the uh, chance or the, or the time coming. They're going to come. They will show up at your door. Will you be ready to welcome them in? Expectation. A biblical parable, which I think is, is so appropriate at this moment. Matthew 25 says, there were five versions, excuse me, 10 versions. Five were wise, five were foolish. Five had expectation, five didn't give much thought to it. They left out, headed toward a meeting with the bridegroom. 10 of them at first. All 10 had expectations of getting married, but five expectations were it may take a little longer than tonight. <laughs> and other five had only expectation for the night. You see, expectation drives your efforts. And I told you earlier, you can't support with there's no expectation. You will not give, um, uh, what's it? You, you will not, uh, what is it? You will not give uh, thoughts to what there's no expectation. So the five went out, expectations only for tonight. The other five went out expectations for the night and longer what was necessary. So they all went to meet the bridegroom, Matthew 25. And at midnight, watch this now, but, but while they went to sleep, the bridegroom took a little longer to come. Remember I told you the five who had expectations for tonight and longer had taken some extra oil just in case the God took long to get there. The other five took only enough for the night expectation the power of expectation so while they went to sleep they both went all 10 went to sleep the same way 
But at midnight, because the bridegroom took longer than, 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 than was thought of, they got up. They said, now cry may say, hey, the bridegrooms are coming. Get up, trim your lamp so they can see you. Let them know where you are. The ones who took extra oil had enough to put in their lamps, lit up their lamps. But the ones who had low expectation didn't have any left. So when they got ready to turn that lamp, there was no light because they had ran out of oil. So they turned to the ones who had expectations enough to wait and said, give us of your oil for hours is going out. And this is what they said. Not so. No, no, no. If we give you our oil, our lights will go out and there won't be enough for us. They said, but rather go to him who sells and buy some oil and then turn your lamp. So they left and went to get some oil while the bridegroom's coming. But when they went to get the oil, the bridegroom came while they was going to get prepared. I told you time and chance happened to them all. But while they went to get the oil, while they went to get the oil, the bridegroom came and they missed the bridegroom because they were not prepared for the time or the chance. Expectations is everything. <laughs> you, you, do, 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 you, do you see the point? I'm driven by my expectation. Could it be that where we, where we are tonight, that where we are as a family, where we are as a generation, where we are as a people, is because of what our expectations are or the lack thereof? Do we expect to struggle? Do we expect that to get no better? Do we expect to live like this all our lives? The devil is a lie. Absolutely not. God can do anything but fail. And he tells us, I think the psalm says, I look to the hills for which cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth by his outstretched arm. He that keeps Israel shall never slumber nor sleep. The expectation got to be in him. It's in him we live. It's in him we move. It's in him we have our very being. Could it be that we are struggling as families because of expectation, <clears throat> because we are limited or we're living us? By the way, expectation put a limit even on your efforts to study more, to read more, to, to prepare more. Those five versions I told you earlier had the same opportunity, the same time as the virgins who uh, met the bridegroom, but the expectation was couldn't, didn't go any further than that night. That, that, that's a word for somebody. Don't limit your possibility of success by not preparing that it may take longer. It's not lack of faith. Well, you have faith. No, no. It's not lack of faith. Remember now, your expectation is not in what you can do. It's what the God in you can do. All right? It's, it's, it's what can God do through you. That's the expectation. Greater is he that is in you, not you, than he that is in the world. You, you, you remember the story. I'm, I'm, I'm about to, uh, I'm almost, I got about 15 minutes. You remember when Paul, 2 Corinthians, Paul was, was, was caught up in the third heaven and saw things that were, you know, normal people not supposed to see. The great revelations. And, and, and Paul said that, that I might not get caught up in pride. There was a messenger sent from God, a messenger of Satan. 
sent by the Lord to buffet or to beat me. He said, I prayed three different occasions for God to move this thing and God would move it. You know what God told Paul? He said, Paul, my grace is sufficient. I'm not, I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to make you strong. And, and, I mean, without me, I'm saying. He said, my grace is sufficient. This is what he told Paul. My strength in you is made perfect in weakness. So Paul said, therefore I will the glory of my infirmity that, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So in other words, he's telling Paul, I, my grace is sufficient to take you through this. And, 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 and we have no recorded record where God ever moved the thorn out of Paul's flesh. Whatever it was, that message to beat him. But Paul still persevered. Because it's not in his ability to do it. It's, it's in God's ability in him. Again, in him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. Amen. So, 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 the power of expectation is that it looks beyond situation. It looks beyond circumstances. Time and chance happened to everyone. <laughs> Time and chance. It, 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 it's, it's not even who gets there first. Case in point. Expectation. Samuel the prophet goes to anoint the next king. He gets permission from the king to go to do some. He said they're going to offer up, uh, do some things in, in his country. The Lord says, "Go to Jesse's house and anoint me the next king of Israel." I've already rejected Saul. Go get me. Go get me another king. Samuel, the man of God, the major prophet, gets to Jesse's house. Is announced that he's coming. So he gets to the house and, and I guess they throw they throw a, a gathering of people, invited guests and the sons of his son but one. All the sons but one, <laughs> all of his sons but one was invited to the to the to the dinner, or to the uh event, whatever whatever they want to call it, the anointing of the next king. Now watch this now. They throw a dinner in honor of the next king who was not invited. Let's think it again. He throws a dinner to anoint the next king and the next king was not invited. Oh my, let that bless your heart tonight. They don't have to invite you. God will make them hold up till you get there. <laughs> He'll stop the oil from flowing till you get in place. So, so, so here comes, here comes, here comes Samuel to anoint the next king and, and Jesse brings all of his sons but one all the would-be kings, but the, but the king who was chosen, the man after God's own heart. Listen to this. The man after God's own heart, the next king was not even invited. Listen to God. God can take, he'll take it when they forget you. He'll take it when they look over you. He'll take it when you don't get invited and still anoint you with oil. Woo, I felt that down in my soul tonight. <laughs> my God, thank you. So what happens? He Samuel gets there and, 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 and Jesse's first I guess firstborn, which one rightfully the one who we think would get because he's he's bigger than older than David and all that stuff. And he gets before the man of God. And listen to what Samuel said. Surely the Lord's anointed is in front of me. Surely the Lord's anointed is in front of me. He's broad, I guess big and and brawny and 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 and, 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 and look like he can be the next king with his stature and size. Jesse is thinking, yeah, yeah, my my son gonna be the king. Yeah, not just not that son. And God stops. Samuel from anointing the wrong king by saying, don't look at, I have not chosen him. 
I have not chosen the one that that is in front of you now. He said, he said, don't you look at his statue. Don't look at how tall he is. That's how you got Saul. He stood head and shoulders above everybody else. He said, he said, man, look at the outer appearance. He said, I don't look like I don't look at at the king as next uh, the next king as men do. He said, I look at the heart, and and the man after my heart is not standing in front of you. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Now think now, Samuel saying, Surely the Lord's anointing is in front of me, is before me. Samuel thinking it's him. The prophet, the major prophet. Expectations drives. God didn't, God didn't even let, uh, God didn't, otherwise, the, the one who God had chosen was not even there at the, at the invite. He made all the other boys, Jesse had all his other sons march in front of Samuel. And the Lord said, I ain't chose him. Excuse my name, I didn't choose him. And then all, all of a sudden, the, the man of God said, all right now, Lord, you told me to come north the next king. He looks at Jesse, is this all you got? Is, is this all your sons? Is this all your sons, Jesse? And just had to admit, no, I, I have one more, the young lad, but he's out there just watching the sheep. In other words, he has a menial job. He's just watching the sheep. Jesse said, uh, that's what Jesse said. So Samuel said, go get him. We're not going to sit down and eat till he comes. And, and, and as soon as David comes into the house, oh my, I don't know if he had a chance to clean up or not, but when he got before the man of God, that's the God said, yeah, this is him now. And the oil just flowed when Jesse's son David showed up. Expectation was they wanted, watch this now, the one who looked the part. God was the one who had the heart. Mm. Expectation. Samuel expected it to be the one he first saw. That's not who God chose. What do you expect tonight? You got to tell yourself if God doesn't do it, God is able to do it. You got to tell yourself if God doesn't make it happen now, he's going to make it come to pass. Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap if you faint not. I'll say it again. David said, I'm excuse me, Saul said, be not, uh, Paul said, be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap if you faint not. Go, go to Ecclesiastes with me. It, it's, it's, it's my last few, few minutes. Ecclesiastes chapter number 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Now watch this. Now I'm going to get in verse 1. I'm going to show you something. He says this. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Expectations now. What are you looking for? You want a harvest? It's going to cost you a seed. You want, you want an increase? It's going to cost you a seed. <laughs> give, and it shall be given you what? Good measure. Press down. Shake together and run over. Shall men give them to your bosom. For the same measure you meet, it shall be meted out to you again. Do unto others as you would they do unto you. Make sense? What are your expectations tonight? Could it be that we're where we are? How we got here? Expectation. It drove you here tonight. It drove you where you where you got to, where you've gotten to. It has driven you where you've gotten to. Why? That's what you expect. And so therefore you support what you expect. You you commit to what you expect. You 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 help what you expect. But then the expectation, support, and, and, and commitment are just not going to be there. Not happening. Please that chapter 11, verse 1 again. Cast that bread upon the water, for thou shalt find it in many days. Give a portion to the seven, and also to the to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. 
And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there shall it be. Verse 4, watch this now. Verse 4 has got the expectation written all over it. Verse 4 says, He that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regard the clouds shall not reap. Listen, this is how that reads the New Living Translation. The NLT said this, Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plants. Expectation. Well, it's going to rain. I, I, I'm not going to do nothing. Well, it ain't going to come up. Expectation. I told you, we, we can't support what there's no expectation. You can't sub- commit to what there's no expectation. I'm going to read again verse 4 in, in NLT. Ephesians, Ephesians um, 11 and 4. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. Expectation. Too bad. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. Wow. Verse 5, King James, as thou knowest not what, what is in the way of the spirit, know how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child. Even so, thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all things. In the morning sow thy seed, and the evening will hold not thy hand, for thou knowest not whether it shall prosper either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. Expectation. Don't let the wind tell you when to sow. Don't let the cloud tell you when to sow. Because if I don't sow, I cannot reap a harvest. Expectation. I, I mean, we, we I expect to be blessed. I expect to be healed. I expect God to move. I expect a great time in God. I expect my family to be successful. If I don't expect it, how can I prepare and support it, give to it, or commit to it? It doesn't happen. You are where you are tonight because of your expectation. God is our expectation. What do you believe in God for? What do you, again, Abraham believed God. He believed in hope against hope. There was no reason for him to hope because he was too old. His wife too old. He believed in the promise of God. I want you to make a note somewhere. Let the promise of God overrule in the circumstance you find yourself in. Let the, the promise of God be more powerful than your situation. Make sense? You shall be what you, what is your greatest expectation to be. It's going it's gonna to it's, it's govern anything about you. It's going to govern anything about you. What do you expect God to do? What do you expect God to do? What do you expect God to, to, to accomplish? In him you live. In him you move. In him you have your being. I don't know what I don't know what what, what, what you are hoping for or expect from God. But that's going to determine what you support, what you give to, what you commit to. Because it's your vehicle that moves you. You're going to stop. When expectations stop, <laughs> you're going to stop where expectations stop. You're going to start when expectations start. You will be diminished in your efforts when your expectations are diminished. It's a vehicle. You, you, can't, it, it, you can't become what you don't expect to come. Abraham, 100 years old, still got the promise. Sarah, 90 years old. They got the promise. 
because he believed whoever promised was able to perform it. See, here's how you deal with the expectation again. It is not in your abilities. What did the writer say? Not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Expectation is not based upon what you physically can do, what you can do uh, physically, but what God can do through you, for you, and to you. Expectation. And we, you, you can't, you can't out expect God. <laughs> I'm trying to get you cannot out expect God. Your expectation cannot outperform God. So don't be afraid to have big ones. Ephesians 3 and 20 says, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us. Make sense? Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. That's what he says in the expectation. Make sense? Make sense. So, so tonight, you are limited only by your expectation. You are curtailed only by your expectation. You are pushed as far as your expectation will push you. Against hope, Abraham believed in hope, knowing that he who promised was faithful. The power of expectation. You are tonight where you are to a large extent, if not all, based on what you've been expecting out of your life. Expect great things. This is how I see tonight how we got here. Thank you for being a part of tonight's broadcast. Be back next week with another word from the Lord and he gives me to talk about how we got there, how we got here. Until next week, have yourself a great rest of the week. Look forward to being with you next Monday. Have a good evening. God bless. We hope you are blessed by today's message and will be encouraged to share it with someone you know. To catch all the latest from Bishop Williams, please visit flwilliams.org. That is E-F-F-E-L-L-Williams.org. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us next time.